Blog Talk Radio. Go With Angels is more than the title of Mary Brotherton's debut book. It's her wish for you and your loved ones. Join her on her podcast every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time as she talks about angels and messengers from the spirit world. Of course, she'll talk about her book and the inspiration behind it, too. Call 516-418-5651 after 11 on Friday mornings to share your stories about angelic encounters. Good morning, everybody. It's October 20th, 2023. It's just a little after 11 o'clock, and it is the third Friday of October, which means my friend Karen Everly. Is it Everly or Eberly? It's it's Karen Maynard Eberly. How are Karen you? Good morning. Karen Maynard Eberly. I don't know why. I'm just now asking you how to pronounce your name. Shame on me. <laughs> But Karen is here the third Friday of most months. Every now and then we can't do it on the third Friday for various reasons. But she's always here toward the end of the month to help connect our callers, which right now we don't have any. But they'll pop in in a minute um, with the Archangels. And she helps you gain insight into ways the angels can help you on your spiritual path. I was just talking with her before the show. She's been reading tarot cards since she was 15. And if you look at her picture on the uh, little slideshow, you'd think that was probably about two years ago. But um, it's been a minute, and she's been studying and learning and growing and getting closer with the angels over time, haven't you? I absolutely have. And um, what's wonderful is the more... And I think we talked about this as well. The more that I, um, you know, work with the angels, study the angels, and open myself up to their guidance, the more that I am connecting with them and able to also connect my clients with their uh, guardian angels and any archangels that are around them as well. So um, it's, it's just been such a wonderful journey. And I know that you have been studying with some of the greats, like John Holland, Christina Godet, Kyle Gray, who's one of my favorites. I love his cards. Uh, Radley Valentine, Colette Baron-Reed. I don't know a lot about her, but I hear her name a lot from other psychics. And uh, also Margaret Ann Limbo. Do you have a favorite of, of these people that have worked with you? Maybe I oh, shouldn't gosh. say favorite. Um, <laughs> let, me, let me rephrase that because I don't want anybody to think that someone's better than another. Has one of exactly. these impacted you more powerfully than another, perhaps? Well, I have to say um, who I resonate the most with at this time is Kyle Gray. Okay. Um, yeah, but also, um, you know, coming in a very close second is Colette Baron-Reed and uh, John Holland as well. Well, and it could you know, be it's their, interesting. Style, you know, it could um, be their teaching style. Um, and, and, you know, I use, all, I use their cards because they're all um, card deck creators, which I hope to be also one day. Um so, yeah, but Kyle Gray, I just, I'm a certified angel guide from his program. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been uh, part of his angel team for about five years now. And, gosh, I've uh, resonated and learned a lot from Kyle Gray, who, who's younger than me and younger than us. But, you know, that doesn't seem to, that doesn't matter to me. No, age, age has absolutely nothing to do. I know that my older sister once said that she was envious of me because I could hear from the angels. She said, you know your angels' names. They talk to you and you talk back to them. She said, I know mine exists, but they never talk to me. 
And I said, did you ever stop to think for a second that they don't talk to you because you don't give them time? She said, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. I said, are you constantly praying? You know, you, we can, we were, my family was raised Catholic. So we learned to pray the rosary, which is 10 repetitions of 10. You, you say the, the prayer called the Hail, Hail Mary 10 times, and then you say the Lord's Prayer and a couple of other prayers, and then you say 10 more Hail Marys, and you just do this over and over. You, so that's, you end up with 100 Hail Marys and 10 Our Fathers, 10 what we call the Glory Bees, which was, I think, Glory Be to the Father, to the Son, and the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end, amen. And, you know, we would pray this when my brother was in Vietnam. My family prayed this every single night for 13 months until he was home. And you don't stop to catch your breath. You really and truly, I mean, it's funny because the way I pray now is sometimes I'll just sit down take a deep breath, close my eyes, and I say, I'm here. I'm open. I'm listening. If anybody wants to give me a message, I will be happy to receive it. And then I get quiet. Now, just now I'm thinking, you know, Mary's doing a lot of talking. Karen hasn't had a chance to even creep in there. And that's how I explained it to my sister. You know, you talk and you talk and you talk and you pray and you pray and you pray. But if you don't catch your breath and go, your turn, you know, how can anybody talk to you? So, Mary, I have to tell you something really great. Right before the call started, guess what I just did? We are such on the same wavelength. I did the same thing. What did you do? Did you take a moment to meditate? I did. I just took a moment and I said, I am open, angel. I am open, God. I'm open. Um, you know, and I just got quiet. Quieted my mind and uh, myself available to receive. And that you're you're so right on with that, how important that is. Well, I know that um with this podcast you know, you and I don't see each other. The callers call in from their phones. I don't see them. There's no light that says, it's your turn to talk. There's no button that I can say, okay, Karen, what do you, what do you have to say about that? Um, unless I actually say those words or just stop and give people a chance to speak. Um, I will tell you a cute little story that happened to me, I think I may have already told you this over the phone, but the readers didn't hear it. Um, My old cat, he's aging. One friend said he's an ancient. He is. He's 19 years old. Um, He's currently settling down on my lap right now. So I'm leaned back in my chair with my feet up to give him a bigger lap. But a couple of days ago, I had the cat on my lap and I was just Um, I just closed my eyes and I thought, well, maybe somebody can give me a message or maybe I'll take a nap. I don't care. And I just kind of drifted into wherever I was going to go. And I smelled oranges. And then all of a sudden I saw this image of this. Oh, my gosh. It was so big and so fat and just beautifully, perfectly round that there was this beautiful orange and then there were two hands that started peeling the orange and then the unpeeled orange was presented on a plate closer to me like here this is for you well I knew that when I was working on my book called A Journey with Angels I had written that there was an angel that used the scent and color of oranges and the physical presence of an orange to say, hey, I'm here. 
But at the time, I couldn't remember who it was. So all I did was say, hey, I see you. I recognize somebody's talking to me. I don't know who you are right now. And as soon as I acknowledged it, I felt like an electric toothbrush. I felt like this amazing vibration. Just I was buzzing literally from head to toe. And I remember in my research that there was another angel that likes to make your body buzz and vibrate you physically to bring you up to the level of the angels for communication. And I said, hi, I don't remember which one you are, but hello, I know that somebody's working with my heart chakra, my crown chakra, my throat chakra. You're working with all of my chakras. And thank you for acknowledging me this way. And I thought to myself, well, I'll just sit here until the cat is, my cat's actually moving around right now. He can't be satisfied. But I said, I'll sit with you until my cat is, um, calmer and I will get, I'll go back in my book and I'll look and I'll find out who you are well when I did I'll never forget it now because it, it's so vivid for me um, Archangel Michael is the one who likes to use oranges and Archangel Ragel is the one who makes you vibrate and so yesterday when I was in the grocery store I I had to buy myself some oranges because I thought maybe number one, it was Michael talking to me, but number two, maybe he was saying you need more vitamin C. So I wasn't going to take any chances. Haven't eaten them yet, um, but uh, I bought them yesterday and I'll, I'll eat them today or eat one of them anyway. But it, it's amazing how once you open up, they find ways to say hello. And they, they just come through in such, I, I, they're, they're, I mean, who vibrates, literally? I, that was the strangest feeling. I've had that feeling before, and I thought I was, I didn't know if I was losing my mind or if I was just, I just didn't know what was happening. The first time it happened, I thought maybe there was a little earthquake or some kind of tremor from the outside and I didn't realize for a couple of years now, Raquel has been trying to communicate with me. Now, so let me uh, ask you this, Karen, how yes. do, how do your angels communicate with you? So uh, they communicate mostly with me by giving me goosebumps. Even if I am sweating, like yesterday, yep. <laughs> it was super hot. But I was with a client, and uh, they give me goosebumps. And they especially, we have like this little communication thing worked out where, um, you know, I'm giving someone a reading, and a lot of times, you know, I, it's it's kind of like a puzzle that I have to figure out because I don't know this person most of the time. Um, You know, so I don't know, like, intimate things about them. And I have the cards to help me with it. But when I I get something really right that they really want me to convey a message, they will put goosebumps all over my body. And recently, I guess the past six months, they have been also giving goosebumps to the client. I guess kind of to validate or, or verify you know that this is from them this is from the angels and um yeah that's wonderful they also put uh like pictures in my head but um second to the goosebumps they will give me words in my head and all and i kind of realize that it's not my own uh thoughts especially because i don't most of the time know anything about the clients so i learned to just say what the words come into my head and then i will ask the person does that make sense to you? And every single time they're like, yes. And I was like, good, because I don't know what it means. <laughs> but yeah, the angels yeah. are kind of directly right out of my mouth telling the person 
um, you know, something very uh, intimate about themselves. So I just kind of, you know, it's it's really important, and I have to practice even more to meditate and be quiet uh, with my own thoughts so that they can just come through me directly. And I will tell you from personal experience that sometimes they will give you words that not only you don't understand them in the context, but sometimes the words are not words that you would normally use. Yes, exactly. Like we we typically drive cars and and we touch the gas pedal to make it go. But whenever I've been in my car, I mean, I had an, an incident. I believe it was actually Jesus, not one of my angels who was speaking to me. Because I've learned different voices, just like I didn't have to say, oh, I brought you in. Because even though that you're not calling from the number that I'm accustomed to, um, I recognized your voice immediately. And, you know, as soon as I said hello, I said, you know, your little cheery voice was like, oh, I know who that is. But it's that <laughs> way with um, with our angels and other spirits, other uh, ascended masters. And uh, I mean, I think a lot of people have questions. It depends on whether you are raised in the Christian faith or not. But uh, there are people who don't know exactly who they they've everybody's heard the name Jesus Christ but they don't necessarily believe that he's any higher than anybody else they but he is definitely an ascended master no question about that um but I know that one time he was with me I my car was spinning out of control on black ice and I just screamed I said oh Jesus help me and maybe because I called on him directly um but I heard the words, and he said, um, do not touch the accelerator. I'm like, what? That's a big word. I didn't think of that one. And, you know, do not touch the gas. You know, he didn't call it a gas pedal. He, he always said um, vehicle instead of car. And he didn't say put the car in drive. He said put the vehicle in forward gear. And so I'm like, wow. But it was really, um, I mean, that that was one of the most powerful experiences I've ever had. But, uh, I mean, that that's one of the stories that I tell in my first book, Go With Angels. And uh, that's the inspiration behind this show. Because I really thought, oh, well, I'll get on here and I'll talk about my book and I'll sell more books. I haven't sold, uh, I don't think I've sold a single book as a result of this podcast, but I have touched people, and that's all that matters to me. And now, together with you, on the third Friday, we're touching more people. Nobody's called in yet today, and that's okay, because I know before the show, you were feeling a certain way, so... I'm suspecting that the angels are holding our callers back till you've gotten over that feeling of being um, super excited about doing the show. That's how I'm going to call. Yep. See, and there's our first caller. (laughs) See how they do? Don't you just love it? I love the angels for sure. (laughs) I mean, this, I am looking at my list of callers. I don't think this person has called in before. I'm going to um, bring them in and see who it is. Maybe if I can press the right button. (laughs) Oh, wait a minute. Jiminy Cricket. I'm, I'm clicking the button next to your number. How silly am I? Okay, let's see. This is... Actually, someone who's called us before, it's Miranda. Hi, Miranda from Florida. Uh, Hi, I'm actually from New York. (laughs) New York. 
Why do I have Florida yes. down here? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but well, that's yes, okay. Hello. I'll change that. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. And um, I'm excited to get a reading, if that's possible, with uh, your guest. Yeah, Karen. Mm-hmm. Karen Maynard Eberly. Hello, Karen. Hi, Miranda. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, whatever the angels, guides want me to know, just would be open. Okay, wonderful. Let's see what's up for you. And that was the subject of our show before you called in, Miranda, was being open. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm on cue. <laughs> okay, Miranda, you have an angel or two around you right now available for you to call upon um, for help. Now, God gave us free will, so... Um, in order for the angels to come and help us, unless it's an emergency, I found, um, <clears throat> we need to ask them for the them. And I, Yeah, they like to be invited. They mm-hmm. like to be invited. Mm-hmm. They do. And um, what I have for you, um, first of all, is um, a strength of yours is your faith and devotion to God. Mm-hmm. That you, um, you know, you have this connection. It's a strength of yours, and um, you know your your angels are um, kind of proud of you. They're they're acknowledging that this, you know, that you have this connection and that you have this faith. Um, <clears throat> deep in heart, I have that you are. Um, praying or you're wishing that your prayers are are to be answered. Um, and the archangel that delivers our prayers to heaven, or that's one of his main gigs, is Archangel Sandalphon. Yeah. Archangel Sandalphon. Okay. Also the archangel for music. And did you know that they say Archangel Sandalphon is so tall that his feet are on the earth because he actually once was a human, but his head is all the way up in heaven, so it's super easy for him to deliver your prayers to heaven. And, oh, nice. um, and, yeah, and, and all you have to do is there to invite this archangel into your life. Thank you, Sandalphon, for delivering my prayers to heaven. And you also are an intuitive person. Um, so you have an archangel around you that helps us to strengthen our connection to the angels and to our intuitive sides. And this archangel's name is Archangel Raziel. His name means the secrets of God. So, uh, you know, the secrets of God, the secrets of the universe, these uh, are sixth sense. And it it appears that you um, maybe have at this time or a little bit of a challenge that you might be feeling or that you might not even recognize channeling your gifts and talents and, um, you know, utilizing your intuition. Um, But what you can do is you can also say an affirmative prayer to Archangel Raziel just by saying thank you, Raziel, for helping me channel my gifts and talents. They always want me to spread the word to keep it simple, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> Miranda, how does that resonate with you? Uh, it resonates, yes. Um, I, I'm a person of faith, pray all the time. And um, I'm always inviting the angels and spirits and guides to help assist me. And... Um, yeah, I, I do feel I'm intuitive. Sometimes it, sometimes it's off, <laughs> and sometimes it works. But yes, um, always on the path, and um, I appreciate the messages. You really do. Oh, you're very welcome. Don't forget to call in those archangels, and mm-hmm. um, I blessings to you. I hope you have a fantastic day today. Thank you. Same to you both. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. And Miranda, I wanted to add. Yes. 
Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned that you sometimes your intuition is on and sometimes it's off. And I think yeah. that, that the, the days that it's off is kind of to humble us and remind us, but it's also mm-hmm. a chance for us to then work on that and say, hey, you know, um, Archangel Raziel, and there are others also that work with your intuition, but he, I know that mm-hmm. he is one of the stronger ones in that department. But, you know, just reach out and reach out to whichever angel, archangel or seraphim. There's so many options out there. But whoever resonates with you the most and say, I really would like to hone my, my intuition. Can you help me? Um, mm-hmm. I learned mm-hmm. I learned an exercise. Some people call it muscle testing. Um, I call mm-hmm. it getting in touch with my higher self. And the way that I do this, it helps me with simple yes and no questions. And it helps you kind of get a feeling for what your intuition feels like. Because sometimes you have an, you have an answer in your head, but you question it. Is that right. really the truth or am I just making it up because I want it to be this way? Um, mm-hmm. I, I know that my son once had me question, you know, he would say, mom, let's do that thing you do and find out about this young lady I'm dating. Well, mm-hmm. the answers that came all sounded exactly what, like what he wanted them to be. And mm-hmm. then later things went sour and he said, well, so much for your intuition. And I told mm. him, I said, you know, at the moment, those were the correct answers. Things mm-hmm. changed, and we have to change with them. And he wasn't willing to accept that things were changing. So mm-hmm. he just kept the blinders on. But what I do is I, I like to do it outdoors, barefoot, but I can't always um, for a lot of reasons. And with you being in New York, it's probably a little chilly outdoors. So you can do it mm-hmm. indoors, and you can wear shoes if you want to. I just find, for me, being firmly grounded on the earth works a little more strongly. But you just make mm-hmm. sure you're on a, a flat surface so that you're not going to wibble and wobble over. And what I do is I like to close my eyes and take a deep breath and take my arms from my sides and bring them up to the you know, overhead, almost like you're flying. Just bring mm-hmm. them up to the top of your head, straight up, and then bring them down again slowly as you exhale. And do this a couple of times to get into this sense of, okay, now I'm going to ask a question. I typically mm-hmm. do it once now. I used to do it three times, but now that I've gotten mm-hmm. a little better at it, I just do it once, and it's like my my cue to the angels and, and guides and spirits. Mm-hmm hey, I'm here, I'm looking for some help. So what I did to begin with, you start with a question you already know the answer to. You could say, Mm -hmm. is my name Miranda? And it's going to give you a yes. Is my name Harriet? And it's going to give you a no, unless Harriet's your middle name. Um, But the way that the yes and the no works for me, and other people have experienced different sensations, But for me, if the answer is yes, my body is going to tilt slightly forward. Mm -hmm. If the answer is no, it's going to lean backwards. But if you ask a question like, is my name Miranda Harriet? You know, the answer is going to be, are you trying to trick me? And so the way that my body interprets that is it will rock from side to side. Sometimes right. that side to side means rephrase the question, please, or mm. come back later. Mm-hmm. So this is a way that I use whenever I feel like I'm just not in tune with my intuition. And I'll just kind of do a fine tune up that way. And it helps you understand that these answers you're getting um, are really from, you know, your higher self. No, that's, that's 
that's very useful. Thank you for sharing that again. Yeah, I used to do that way back. Um, I forgot the guy, somebody who popular, popu- made it very popular. Uh, I can't remember his name. Um, but no, it's, 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 it's a good tip to, you know, get back, get that. Well, I know uh, a lot of people going. like to use pendulums, mm-hmm. which do mm-hmm. basically the same thing. Right. I've never, never had a lot of luck with pendulums, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that they don't work. Um, right. It just means I'm, I'm not really, I'm probably not doing them correctly. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I need to cleanse my pendulum more or again or whatever. There's a lot of reasons that things like that will work differently. That's why I like to rely on my body because mm-hmm. it, it pretty much know my body knows me better than I know myself. Right. 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 No, I appreciate that. Uh, oh, you're so very you, welcome. Yeah, I'm no, gonna. I appreciate your channel, Mary. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Miranda. That means the absolute world to me. I was I was talking to um, Karen actually again before you called um, because. Mm-hmm. I started this channel uh, hoping that I could use it to sell my book, Go With Angels. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I haven't sold any books as a result of this, and it's okay because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm touching so many people in such a way that's way more important. Well, we did have Absolutely. a caller that just hung up on me, okay, or maybe just got disconnected. Oh. I don't know. Might call back. Huh. That ha- That happens. Sometimes people will call on a lunch break or work break and they have to go back and they can't stay. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but um, or, or as, as a friend of mine says, anytime somebody gets up and walks out of the room, was this something I said? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you but, very much. Oh, you are so very welcome. I'm happy to be here. This show I don't know. It gives me so much energy. Uh, I just feel, I feel good about doing it. And I feel good about the people because working with anybody who believes in angels just makes me happy. Mm. I feel like it makes the angels happy too, to know that we're talking about them and, you know, giving uh, a name to their power. And I, I believe the more we can do this, the quicker we can heal our earth. Mm. I agree. Yeah. Well, good. Then I don't have to. I don't have to cut you out of my show. <laughs> 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 okay. Well, we do have another caller, so I'm going to see who it is, and say goodbye to you, Miranda. I'm going to put you on hold. You can stay on the show, Thank but I'm just going to put okay. you on hold. Thank you so much for calling. Okay. Thank you. Hello there. Who is this? This is Kate. Kate, where are you calling from? Florida. Is this a K that I happen to know? Um, probably Maybe. reading my spirit. This is Kate. Kate. Okay. Do you know, know a Kate? Kate on the... Oh, okay. You're I don't know any K. I know one in California. Oh, you must just be reading my energy. That's cool. So how are you today? And welcome to the show. Thanks so much. You're welcome. And I just... Hi. Hi, Kate. Are you calling for a reading? I am. Wonderful, because I am pulling some cards for you now. And I would like to tell you um, that the first card that came out for you is called Blessings and Abundance. So... um, If you're not experiencing that right now, you can certainly expect it in the near future. Um, It's in your strength um, as far as the um, layout of the card. 
And something that um, is really important for us to receive blessings and abundance is towards gratitude. So this is telling me that you have that attitude and that you are um, you're grateful for the blessings that you already have. And, you know, you're very appreciative of the things that you um, receive and the help that you receive and the, the people that are around you in your life. Um, another uh, archangel has come out for you that is available to you right now. And this archangel's name is Archangel Zadkiel. And his name means the righteousness of God. So this archangel um, has a couple of different, you know, I mean, all, obviously all the archangels can help us with many, many things, and I think they have things that they like to help us with. Um, <laughs> are you going through some kind of transition or change in your life right now, or do you wish to do that? I have... Then, as many of us have, um, going through a significant transition, particularly yeah. regarding my birth family. Oh. Do you want to talk about it? Um, just <laughs> never feeling as though... I fit and uh, experience. Welcome to the club, sister. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then, you know, being in my sixth decade and coming to the acceptance that that's okay. Yes. Right. That I came for a purpose, I fulfilled that purpose. I am not responsible for the healing on anyone else's journey, including my parents. Amen. And there was a lot of ancestral um, cycles that were broken. And I just got this. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you invited me to express and process this that there is trauma in the healing and in breaking a cycle because there's a certain comfort I'm reminded of the um, the phrase in child development and psychology that all attention is good attention so that when uh -huh. someone is acting out that can be a call of desperation or just a need to gain energy from someplace. Mm. And that so much energy, man, this stuff is just downloading. Thank you all. That so <laughs> much energy is put, goodness, is put into the cycles and the uh, energy of drama that when you interrupt that, even when it's a healing, there can be resistance to that. Well, yeah, you know, think about it this way. If you, if you drop a glass on the floor and it breaks, that, that's a change to that glass. But all of those pieces scatter for it seems like for miles, you can never seem to get all the pieces of glass up off the floor. Um, all those little pieces and particles are scattered and they are going to affect you and anybody else that comes in contact with them. And it's, it's that way with broken patterns or family traditions that are yeah, this is the way we've always done it. It doesn't mean that's the way it needs to continue to be done. So it makes that even if there's healing, that the it's like having a baby. 
there's pain in the process. But when you're finished, you get to hold this beautiful baby in your arms and you forget all about the pain. And I think it's that way with spiritual growth, too. We, we are birthing our own spiritual babies at times. It's so funny, too, because the card actually is called transformation. So wow. it's actually going through this tr- spiritual transformation. And the, um, the prayer on the card, Kate, in case you would like to say the prayer, is thank you, Zadkiel, for supporting me to transform from my past challenges, which is really Holy interesting. And then, yeah, and the third card that came out is honesty and communication. So it's so important for you to be not only honest with yourself about your own feelings and your own process that you're going through, but, you know, to expect honesty from others that are around you and using, um, you know, being authentic in your communications with others as well. Well, I have been, I had been such a protector of, others and their process and their communication and when I show up authentically and honestly there was some strong resistance to oh and that's um yeah you asked me and I gave you my truth and um, it was not received well. Well, okay. yeah, because okay. it's so easy. Yeah, to and I, I had to release that and be okay with that. I didn't I'm have to deal. release it. I chose to release it. <laughs> yes. You, you made a decision and you chose to release it. And don't you feel... In, almost inebriated because of this? Um, there there were so many mixed feelings, and that's part of the transformation in that, um, yes, there was release and there's a strong sense of freedom. That, And I think this is true for so many of us. The difficult part, for me, was often throughout my process and journey, letting go of the cultural expectations and the paradigm of culture that it's a family. It's supposed to be like this. It's supposed to look like this. You can't possibly be okay and be rejected by your birth family members. Yeah, how, and, how can yeah, you? Yeah, you can. Exactly. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, about three years ago, I made a decision to divorce emotionally one of my family members. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't make mm-hmm. a big deal. I didn't go to an attorney. I just sat down and I wrote a letter. And I said, I didn't. I won't say whether it's male or female, but I just, you know, wrote the letter, dear family member, mm-hmm. as of this moment, you and I are no longer related. I divorced myself from you, and I listed why, you know, these are the reasons, you, how you've hurt me and why I, I no longer will accept this kind of behavior from you or anybody else. And I... Mm-hmm. Like you said, you have, sometimes you have to be in your 60s to realize it's okay to to not be okay with who you're born into. My younger, well, my only, go ahead. I, I came to the place where my mantra is do no harm. And it has yeah. been for a very, very long time. And interaction after interaction after interaction where I would go into the interaction 
clean slate, fresh thinking, forgiveness, and there would be harm, emotional, mental, upset, and drama. And I finally said enough. Do no harm also applies to you. And that's the realization I had to realize. I didn't, again, didn't have to. I chose to realize that um, if there's this repeated pattern of hurt and harm, I included in my mantra, I release all patterns no longer serve me and result in harm to me. Exactly. And see, a lot of people think do no harm is an external thing. I won't hurt you. But it also applies no, to yourself. You won't hurt me either. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I won't put myself and in a position a, to allow that. A dear mentor of mine from my early 20s, said to um, me and our group, if I step on your foot and break it, whether I intended to or not, your foot's still broken. Uh-huh. So wow. intention or not, you still have to deal with a broken foot. So many people. The person who did the stepping is responsible. Whether they intended to or not, the result is the same. Well, you you mentioned family patterns. You know, so many times our family members do things to us without being mindful. They're not being considerate. So, like you said, it's not intentional. Oh, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I didn't mean to hurt your foot. I didn't mean to break your bones. And a lot of people don't realize that abuse doesn't have to be physical to be painful. Oh, I think emotional abuse and mental abuse can be, and that's been demonstrated now. Oh, yeah. And at least, yeah, it's, there's, there's not a, uh, a scale per se of physical being more harmful than mental or emotional. It They're just, all it harmful. manifests itself differently. That's it's all. Abuse. Right, right. Um, and would, what you're saying in terms of family members, in the case of our family, and I, I think across the board, it is that lack of awareness and that unknowingness of repeating ancestral generational patterns. Uh-huh. Well, this is just how our family is. You know, we're we're kidding. We just say hurtful things. It's sarcasm. Can't you take a joke? Why do you always have to go so deep and be so dramatic about everything? Are you sure we're not yeah. sisters? You're talking about my family <laughs> From another now. Mother? I'm Again, telling you. This is a, this is this is there's so, so many times. And again, we use that as a barrier and an excuse. This is just how we are. This is just what what we do. And that's why you don't fit in, because you don't want to participate in being like the rest of us. And I acknowledge and recognize, no, I don't. No, I don't. I don't want to be no, like being you. And I, I don't have to be like and you. Aggressive. Right. And and being hurtful, no. That uh, I don't need to participate in that in order to have a place at the table. And and there is absolutely nothing wrong with saying, I'm not coming to this family function. You don't have to justify it. You don't have to give a reason. You don't have to explain it. No means no, no matter who you're talking to. Yeah, and it is a full sentence. Yes. And if your family can't Complete or will sentence. not accept that without some kind of further explanation. Oh, they from will, you, believe me. They're relieved. Then you know, then they can just continue and 
and do the gaslighting and the blame laying and all of that. And that's another thing I had to be okay with. Not again, not had to. I keep saying had to as opposed to <laughs> I want to quit shooting on myself. I choose to be okay that they're not okay with my choices. And you know what? It's good to be okay with them not being okay. Because at this point in your life, you don't owe anybody any explanation. You just live your life and let them live theirs. You you don't have to save them from themselves. You don't nope, have to and rescue my them. Piece, nope, and my piece is my responsibility. Yes. Mine, solely mine. And if there's an emergency, that's a different deal. Um, day in and day out interactions, even urgent ones. If we can't approach caring for one another and supporting one another in peace and harmony, we need to get our support and care elsewhere. Yes, ma'am. And just and so that's because, where I am. Just because your parents and grandparents are the same as these other people, that doesn't give you any obligation at any point in time to be anywhere with them. If somebody dies... And that's where I've had to come to. Yeah. If somebody dies and you choose not to go to the funeral, the world will not explode. They'll talk about you. They'll talk about you, but everything goes... Everybody goes on. I mean, they've been talking about me for decades. (laughs) Yes. It doesn't... That doesn't change anything. You know, no, I've heard it all. Why do you always have to go so deep? All this psychobabble. Can't you just come down to earth? All this love talk. I heard someone say yesterday, in parts of our culture, there is endless support for hate speech, conflict, gaslighting, blame laying. Yes, you're one of us. Yes, you get it. Someone who talks about peace, love, harmony, and empathy is just another out there, tree-hugging, doesn't-get-it lunatic. Well, I'll tell you, I believe, and, and we had talked about this right before you joined the show, um, the the more we talk about this stuff and the more we connect with similar-minded people, the more we're going to be able to heal this earth and reverse so much. Yes, there are a lot of people out there who are damaged, but there are also a lot more of us who have been damaged but are now healing And we can then go to help others who want to be healed, who choose to get out of the gaslighting and to get away from the blamers and and the naysayers and the sarcastic, can't you take a jokers? That's our job now, is to open open the window and hold up the light and shine it on the world. And the more we do this, and the more that lyric, let there be peace and let it begin with me. And that is something that each of us can do is hold the light, hold the peace and accept that everyone's on a different path, a different journey. And we can be supportive and loving and peaceful when we are in that space and when someone else isn't, then it's okay to bid them well from a distance. 
I'll share a quick little story. I met Della Reese many, about 15 years mm-hmm. ago. And mm-hmm. I had the wonderful opportunity to spend about 30 minutes with her just talking. I was interviewing her for a, a little newspaper. And um, I told her when I first started, I said, you know, I can look up anything I want to about you. There is probably nothing that I could ask you in an interview that would be different from what everybody else is going to ask you in an interview. Would you mind Mm -hmm. if we just have a conversation? And she said, well, I'll give you 30 minutes. So I learned from her so many amazing things. But the one that sticks Mm -hmm. with me is she said, you know what? If you're wallowing in the mud, that's on you. I don't want to get muddy. Mm-hmm. But if you <laughs> want to wallow in that mud of, of pity and anger and hatred and loathing, and, and she named off a bunch of things, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You'll do that. I will be here on the bank. And the minute you say, uh, yeah. would you help me up, help me get out of mm-hmm. the mud, I will bend over and mm-hmm. I will give you my hand and I will help you. Yes, and I'll ma'am. even take you to the shower and rinse you off. Amen, sister. I, she I, said, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not getting in that mud but with you. But you have to reach that hand out. That's it. You've got to reach your hand out because Well, you it's don't reach not... it until you're invited, just like the angels. You don't uh-huh. offer until exactly. you're invited. Because that's what I'm saying. That person, each of us has to reach out, else we are trespassing. Yes. Even Jesus said, "Invite me in." He didn't say, "I'm going to knock on your door and knock it down." Invite me, and I will come and join you. Yep. Yeah, because we're all on our own journey. Right? We're all on our own path. Well, if you think about it, have you ever gone on a, like, a, like a hike in the woods? And you walk down mm-hmm. there, there's a clear path that's been cut out from many, many people walking on that path. It might be wide enough for two or three people to go side by side. Everybody mm-hmm. cannot be on the path at the exact same spot at the exact same time. So we typically, most of the paths I've been on when I've gone hiking in the woods have been just big enough for one person, might be big enough for a person and a half so you can walk close to each other, but you're not ever on the same. And even if you're on the same path at the same time, Side by side, you're in tandem. You're not walking in the same exact footsteps. Can't be. No, you can't occupy the same space. Yeah, not not possible in terms of the physical realm. Exactly. Right, and it may be only for a short period of time as well. That you're walking with somebody in this on the same path, it may only be a, a short period of time in your life. Probably not your entire, uh, you know, time that you're... that beautiful thing, that people come into our lives for a season and a reason. And Mm -hmm. the reasons and the seasons vary immensely. Yes. You know, Kate, everything that you're saying today is something that I've been through in my life at some point or other. All of these little idioms that you're tossing out about a reason and a season. I have said them Mm -hmm. and I believe them. It's just, Mm -hmm. it it blows my mind. It's like listening to a mirror image of myself. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you said, do I know you? And I said, you recognize my spirit immediately. Yeah. Oh, so lovely. Yep. Well, I want to end the show because well, we're just so about much. out of time. Um, thank you, Kate. Oh. I, I wanted to say if anybody wants to reach out to Karen after the show for a private reading, just contact her 
uh, through email at our sacred journey at the universe's edge.com. Or you can find her online on Facebook at the universe's edge or on Instagram at Karen, K A R I N dot our sacred journey. Karen, did you want to say anything before we go? You're very welcome. And Kate, don't be a stranger. Okay. I do this show every Friday. Karen's here the third Friday of every month. Yeah, and I just wanted to say thank you to the callers. I feel like they were divinely guided to come and speak about what we spoke about because whoever's listening, it was meant for them to hear as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing this. This spot on the path with me. Yay. <laughs> and I hope I hope our paths will cross again in the future and we'll be able to share more little moments. Until they do, safe and Thanks loving for journey. listening to yeah. Go with Angel. Thank you. Thank you so much. I hit the button too fast. Bye everybody. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Go With Angels with Mary Brotherton. If you want to order a copy of Go With Angels, just reach out to mary at beunique.org for details. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. And be sure to tune in every Friday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time for more stories about angelic encounters. Follow Be Unique Radio on Blog Talk Radio so you don't miss a single episode.